Hello, hello, and a third hello. Welcome to Don't Forget Your Tao. I'm your host and GM Azul, and today features the last episode of Lady Blackbird. A huge thank you to Ellen, Joe, and Will. They are some fantastic human beings, and you should totally go check them out on their social media. Links in the description. With all that out of the way, let's get on to the episode. Previously on Don't Forget Your Towel. Admiral Chitwick. So I was born on a small world in the Imperial Expanse. He was a leader of the mission, or at least played a pivotal role in the invasion of my home, after which I was enslaved by the Empire. It's entirely possible that Vance may have been a part of that mission too. Admiral, thank you very much for your time and inspection, uh, but yes, these orders are quite urgent. Lieutenant, whose orders are you going by again? I'm so sorry, Admiral. The Marble Warren will not allow us to uh, uh, name any name. Oh my, I just said Marble Warren. Admiral Chitwick kind of frowns for a moment and then looks you up and down again, Tasha, and says, You look familiar. As a member of the Marble Warren, I would suggest you not asking too many questions about where I'm from. A mere ensign? Of course I'm not a mere ensign. We're going to be on our way now. Very well. I'm going to look back at Natasha and say, Why did Chitwick know you? Did you hear she's part of the Marble Ward? Well, can't you defect? Isn't that what you did? Yes, I haven't done great things with my life, but there's always chance for change. I'm sure we've all done things we've regretted in this lifetime, haven't we? You know enough from her mannerisms that you're very still very suspicious. You don't know if it's an outright lie or if it's like a minor thing she's hiding, but you know something is off. That's all, though. You don't know anything more. A wave of relief coming over you as you enter the dock and you see your baby right there. Well, you're still the lieutenant for now, Kale, so... Uh, we, we, we were supposed to be ready to take off 15 minutes ago. We are already far behind schedule. What are all these people still doing in and around this ship? Yes, sir. Uh, right, right away, sir. Can either of you uh, operate a turret? Guns, you know. You can leave that to me. Kale, I'm going to put you on comms. Uh... Tell them requesting permission to depart Track Elysium. Copy that. We have an attempted prisoner escape. Stand by until the loading base have been cleared. All ships are grounded until further notice. Over. Be it our strength, our wit, our craft, from Faerun to Arkham to Mars, we'll take the quest. So am I unmoored right now? If I, like, punched it, am I going to rip the ship apart? Uh, no, you are unmoored. So if you punch it, well, you'll set off. Captain, your orders? Uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh, before before we punch it out of here. Uh, oh, I don't like this. Uh, do I have something in the back here that, like, could be, could be rigged to... Um, oh, man, how can I, how can I put this? Like, some, some kind of, like, spare... Maybe not a whole engine, but like battery. Do I have some? Maybe like a big. Do I have like a big spare battery that I can? 
that I can rig to like cause some kind of ruckus. I, I believe. Um, I mean, technically, uh, you you could use your secret of concealment to. Uh, it's not a common or item, is it? Um, it's no, no. That's a that that. I was going to try to do that when we were still down there and when there were other ships around, but... You could roll to try to create something like that from the spare parts that are all around you. That's what I'm thinking. I want to cause some kind of big ruckus down there. This being um, a kind of steampunk ship, I'm assuming, does it have a sail? Uh, we do have a picture of it, and it doesn't look like it has a sail. I don't think it has a sail. I think it's just pure engine. I mean, given how the ship looks inside, it could have a sail... That serves some obscure aesthetic preference? Yeah, yeah. No, I just, um, because it, it, we just need to, like, blast out of here, right? So I think maybe Natasha's going to run down to, like, the kind of, is it like the hangar? That, what do you call it? Or what's the? The hold. The cargo hold. The hold, yeah. Like, as you kind of step into the ship. What's, like, ent- the entrance to the ship? <laughs> so she's going to kind of, like, open that and, like, peer out. And I think I'm going to try and do some sorcery. Why not? Hey. Oh, okay. That's it. Hey. That's way better than... <laughs> and use wind to give us like a little... I think as she's running out, she's just going to be like, I'm going to give you a jump start, Kale, and like run down. She's going to give you a what now? <laughs> the jealousy of arms. We're about to break wind, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm using Master Sorcerer. Yeah, I don't think you have to roll for secrets. Yeah, you can just use them. Yeah. So you you can just say that you've used your secret and then Vance can roll for getting the ship straight through. That's the plan. Oh, but there's also a tag for Stormblood on my Master Sorcerer. Oh. Oh, that's true. Oh, I see. So you're trying to roll. Okay. Okay, I'll say that, okay, we can do some improv mechanics creation again. You can both roll if you want. It's a really easy check. We're looking for two successes between the two of you. It's like a group check. Yeah. Myself and Natasha. Okay, so Master Sorcerer, Spellcaster Channeling, Stormblood, because I haven't figured out what it is. Wind. (laughs) Um, Sure, I'm going to add a pull. One one die. I've got one left. (laughs) Yeah, I'll definitely add one here. Oh, heck yeah. Five success. Wow. Four successes. But I mean, yes. she's trying to create enough wind to push forward a spaceship, so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's a fairly substantial amount of wind. And uh, I rolled four successes to uh, navigate the ship and engage the engines that Kale has uh, activated for us. And um, yeah, full tilt boogie. That's nine successes. So... Because you're so successful, let me let me just narrate what happens, Vance. If, if you, what are your what are your words like? How do you like when you you know push it? Like what do you say? So on radio, uh, back to the tower, Vance will say, "Not to worry, tower. We found the prisoners right here." And then I will let her uh, <laughs> set off the wind, and then as she does it, I will firewall the throttle, and we'll oh. see how fast we can go. Fantastic. Amazing. And you blast through the dock and, in fact, partially due to what Kale did earlier, you blast off with such 
ferocity that it melts a big hole in the dock and the melting chrome and iron spreads and starts to create like a whirring, whirling torrent of fire um, spreading through the landing bay. Even if they wanted to, no one could actually leave the landing bay as it is now. You, you basically grounded the whole of the Navy. Naomi would like to add some fuel to that fire. <laughs> by turning the turret around and giving them a good old blast. Yeah, for sure. And that will hit my key of vengeance. Strike a blow against the Empire. Fantastic. Which means the the (laughs) ships are stuck there, including the, the big old Hand of Sorrow. One less thing to follow us. Yeah, exactly being dislodged and destroyed by your attacks. The landing bay and its facilities for all intents and purposes are basically unusable at the moment and given the number of successes you made Vance, I'm gonna say that you easily managed to navigate through all of those space bombs that are suspended in space around you. They're kind of like those ocean bomb things uh, what are they called? Uh, like mines? Yes, mines. Yeah, so so space mines. You manage to navigate through all of those as well and come to the outer part of this asteroid. And all seems good so far as you're heading out. Whew. Hey, Azul. Huh? Does that count as stealing something cool and or scoring a big payoff? <laughs> <laughs> I, think I think it counts as a payoff for sure. We stole ourselves. You can't steal your own we didn't, thing. Yeah, didn't so. have it. It was their thing legally. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. You're sitting it back. That is so true. yeah. So before we carry on, I just want to go through your secrets and keys for a bit, just to make sure you've noted down everything that you've hit in the previous scenes. So each key, acting as a roleplay guideline, gives you XP that you can use to get more keys and secrets or dice that you can then add to your pool. For example, Natasha's key of Paragon, did you hit that when you basically used the uh, Marble Warren and your knowledge as a noblewoman? To... Yeah, I put myself a point down okay, for that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Did you take one for the mission for escaping now? Just That should be key for mission, key of the mission? I'll add one to, yeah... Uh, moving forward with the mission, yep. so I'll add one there. Naomi just Sweet. took hers. Mm-hmm. Cyrus, you would have taken one for Key of Commander when you told everybody what they needed to do. Fabulous. So Cyrus, Key of Commanders, you would have hit it. Kale, you would have hit Key of Mission as well for the for the escape. And you've already taken Greed, uh, and you would have taken a Greed for this as well. Yeah, that brings me to five. And I think... Um... Key of the Outcast, because we almost got into trouble with uh, Chitwick. So basically, once you've accumulated 5 XP, you can earn an advance. This could be a new trait, adding a new tag to an existing trait, adding a new key, and or learning a new secret. Sorry, not and, or. Or learning a new secret. I think I'm going to take, I'm going to add a tag, and I'll add enhancement to my mechanics, mechanic uh, trait, as like... I've had to get real creative. They took a whole bunch of stuff out of here and it like it's it's forcing me to sort of recalibrate some things and and get creative with how the ship is running. And that'll just make me better at doing that in the future. Yeah, for sure. Um well, I think I've got 5 XP, so Vance is going to take Sky Pirate trait. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Very fancy. 
you have for all intents and purposes escaped the immediate vicinity of Sorrow's Peak and the colossal hand of Sorrow Mark II. Thanks to your attack on the dock, it's been grounded and there's nothing and nothing down there can actually leave. To most of the crew, it seems like all that's left is smooth sailing ahead of you. Sorrow's Peak has been triumphed. Or so it seems. Uh-oh. Vance, you know of one other thing that you have yet to go through. They have a few creatures as the last barrier to anyone escaping or attacking, so to speak. It's one of the main reasons why this place is known as a death sentence. What is this creature? Anyone else can jump in as well. Vance's military background has made it so that a lot of the questions went to him, but this is a collaborative game, so anyone care to jump in? Skycracker. I mean... I was, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, we've talked about, there's sky, there's sky squids or space squids. Yeah, sky kraken. That's in the source material. Yeah. It is. Cool. Yeah, we got to use it. It's there. Full disclosure, that was my first idea, but I wanted to run it past you guys. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, nah, we're on board. <laughs> Great minds. I'm going to fight a sky squid. Yeah. <laughs> sky squids are terrifying and they're trained and they, they work for the Imperial military and not only are they vicious predators. These are vicious predators that have been basically bred to patrol the skies around Sorrow's Peak. And they're very smart. At least two, maybe three times larger than the owl itself. There are these huge creatures with tendrils of tentacles wafting around. There are two types of sky squids, actually. One of them looks like a giant squid with its huge mantle and huge tentacles that kind of look like they could easily wrap and crush the owl. They have a dark colored skin, so the most obviously visible part of them is their deep red eyes that seem to be incapable of breaking its gaze from you. The other type, on the other hand, is nothing like you've seen before. You can go like full eldritch, like it is unknowable. Ooh, or like, full mountains of you know, It's just like, if you look at it for too long, it like hurts your head because <laughs> it's just unfathomable Ooh, i like that i'm gonna i'm gonna use that have you seen big fin squids no i'll, sh- I'll show you a picture but be forewarned before you google them listeners so the second type of squid looks like a cross between a squid and a spider in the worst possible way. Although its mantle is several times smaller than the giant sky squids that are most known in the wild blue, their tendrils, their tendrils stretch several times larger than any sky squid you've seen before. Stretching downwards from their green, translucent bodies, wafting around, searching, ever wandering for its next prey. I'm kind of going to lean into Ellen's idea. So only legends actually speak of these creatures of the darkest depths of space because most do not survive an encounter with these creatures of space. And as time went by and human beings and other creatures from the vast cosmos began their journey through space, these creatures adapted too. Their tendrils capable of latching onto even the most stainless of steels and hardened metals and eating away into them by secreting an acid that escapes from their suckers. Once they've reached the thick hulls of the ships, they spread out a potent neurotoxin that spreads quickly and kills even quicker, causing all to start hallucinating and seeing their worst fears come alive before melting their insides so that once the hulls are completely broken through, their prey is ready and served. Oh my god. Yeah. (sighs) 
So we're not quite out of the uh, trouble zone yet, ladies and gentlemen. This seems to probably be a good time to tell you that there are Imperial Sky Squids between us and our very wonderful liberation. What? So, yeah. Naomi? You ever fought one of these before? Um, no. But there's a first time for everything. Fantastic. Well? Naomi, you're going to want to make sure you're looking out for anything that looks like a smoke trail, because... Right. That's a tentacle. Right. Got it. We can't let it grab us. No, if it grabs us, it's going to secrete a kind of noxious uh, nerve toxin into the ship Uh. and potentially melt all of our brains. (laughs) So we're going to make sure that we take care that um, none of us actually, you know, get wrapped up by these things, and Mm -hmm. don't worry. We've, uh flown this far, and uh, we keep going a little bit further. A few more clicks, we'll end up... I hope you've got plenty of ammunition on board. Um, yeah. Aim for the beak, if you can. Beaks. The big fleshy bit at the end. Yeah. You're all gonna want to wear one of these, and I hand out Fintoil hats. (laughs) (laughs) I look at it like, um... what will this do? It keeps the toxins out of your brain, man. (laughs) Okay. Well, if it makes you feel better, Kale, I suppose it can't hurt. I squish all that, like, hair. (laughs) 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 It's, like, coming out the sides. Dynamic hair. It goes from, like, a meter tall to just, like, normal head hair. (laughs) I like to imagine there's a bit of a sound as well. It's just, like... (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, crunchy. (laughs) Naomi doesn't understand science, so she very seriously puts it on her head. Vance will put it on yeah. his head when Kale's around, and then as soon as Kale leaves the bridge, he'll just put it on one of the consoles. Yep, of course. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. In, an, in probably what I'm assuming is a growing pile of other tinfoil hats. <laughs> you don't reuse them? Oh, apparently they're single-use. Who knew? Ah, okay. Well. Vance, I'm going to get you to roll me 2d6 and tell me what those numbers are to see how well you feel. Uh, four and three. Okay, so he, uh, yup. It's about as average as you can get on two dice. I don't want to look. Solidly mediocre. Yeah, just, just average. (laughs) It's not the worst, no. It's not the Um, worst. What happens, they've got half and like, so what happens is Naomi's still at the, at the turret, right? Naomi, you see three sky squids coming towards you. They're coming from the sides. Um, They're the normal kinds of sky squids, but they definitely have noticed you and they're trying to Mm -hmm. uh, come close. Fortunately, you're very fast, so it'll take some time to get there, but they are nearing you. And Vance, you see the familiar the familiar tendrils of that which none of you hope to come into position with those tenderly looking sinuous things kind of wafting about space what do you do what did all of you do in this situation i will aim the turret uh, at the sky squid that i can see just keep my aim trained on them Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. If you uh, <laughs> look out the port window to about, um, say, 3 o'clock, you're going to end up... Wait, no. That's starboard. <laughs> <laughs> look to your right. Look to your right, folks. Sky squids are coming in. Hopefully we don't end up dying. And uh, Van... Uh, sorry. Kale, all the speed you can give me. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to need here. And while, while, I'm doing, while, I'm, while I'm doing that, too, sort of getting everything finely tuned, getting my settings back the way I had them. (laughs) Um, I'm also, like, 
working my working my my simple magic to like reduce all the lights in the place so it like everything kind of dims in I imagine that comes with I don't know if it makes the ship quieter but I think it makes all of us like sort of you know when you're in a room and it's dark and you kind of like mm. oh are there people sleeping nearby and you like you start to you st- you you know to like be a little quieter I, I, I figure like everything kind it's of it's like a focus in yeah focuses in and, and also like we're sort of getting further out into space and everything kind of we sort of disappear a little bit um, so would my imperial training let me know how these things track ships you that's a good question. I think uh, not just your MPL training, but just having been... Uh, yes. The answer is yes. Being a smuggler? Yeah. So I would know how these things track ships. So following Kale's idea, I think it would make sense. All right. These things hunt by sound and by heat. We're going to go slow and cold and see if they bypass us. Get ready to light it up if things get hairy. Roger that, Captain. All right. So Vance is going to slow the ship. He's going to put enough speed on it to let it coast, but he's going to dial down the reactors from the cockpit and um, try to minimize the amount of power output of the ship to see if this thing can sneak past and not read the electrical waves that the ship is putting out, because that's how science works. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Vance, I'm going to also, I'm going to get you to roll, and you need to consider your navigation skills in this as well, because while they do hunt using sound and light, their tendrils kind of waft through space, so you have to go through them so that you don't get attached, because if you touch them, they know, like, they they do detect touch as well. Mm absolutely terrifying it's like a man of war can i help him um i would i would like to help by jettisoning something small that Mm. i make glow oh okay so i kind of like i I make something glow uh either some spare part or something that i can kind of like get a small amount of current through again powering it with a little bit of a little bit of magic and i and i kind of toss that out the, the cargo bay um, hopefully distracting them a little bit. And I'll, I'll th- can I throw him two dice or just one? Ah, uh, you can throw him one. Unless, unless you are making your own roll, um, that will effectively change the final outcome, but you're not directly helping Vance with what he's doing. What do you think? Do you want help on this one, or do you want a different roll? I have a quite substantial dice pool for just such an occasion, so um, I feel like if you want to make your own roll, that's probably the smart way to roll. Sure, I'll make a magic roll. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, why don't you do should I we should we see how well the distraction works and then Yeah, let's see how well that goes, cause um I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven dice that I can roll for this. Yeah. Hi- hiding from danger in a ship apparently is what I do. So, um... <laughs> apparently. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna use three pool dice for this one because I only get two dice from petty magic and light. Yeah. Oh, that's two successes. Ooh. So things unfortunately don't go according to plan. You try to release the objects out, and something happens. What happens, Kale? I think I think um, I think I like trip or something or drop something yeah as i as i release this thing out i i knock a a wrench off of the off of a desk 
and it clatters to the ground and makes a loud noise as the door is open. Oh yes, um, I like that. Right out into right out into right out into the open air. And Kale, you hear a dreadful sound of your beloved beloved baby, like something metal being crushed very slightly. It's almost like you know that that sound when you're in a submarine and no. like something's happening with the pressure and it's just like those creaky sounds. That is what you hear, Kale. It emanates throughout the ship. What do you do? Take that. <laughs> uh, do we all hear that? Oh, yes. You all hear the creaks. Uh, Vance, Vance and or Kale are probably the only two people who know what's going on. Yeah, I'm going to go on comms and say, what was that? Small problem. <laughs> you don't say. Have we been grabbed? <laughs> um, hold, please. <laughs> so at that moment is since apparently okay so do i know if it has us or if it simply just touched us briefly you can't be sure something has definitely touched you it, you don't know whether it has attached itself to you and started the process or not though so on the roll that i made to fly silent and stealthy I got six successes. Whoa! So... <laughs> so we, you should have started with that roll. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep my damn mouth shut. So I can roll again, and I'm comfortable with that, but if you want me to roll again to modify, that's totally cool too. You roll at the, let's let's assume that your roll was at the same time. So you are going through all those tendrils and navigating your way through them perfectly. This is something that you felt you feel like you've trained your whole life for. This is this is your moment, and you're in the zone, and you you just kind of go through all of those tendrils. And even though they're moving you, man, maneuver through them with expert precision. However, once you get to the outside, once you're like once it feels like you are out of danger and everything is fine, <laughs> that's when you. Hear the creak, and you know that while you're basically out of danger, if just for that one one tendril, you just need to get that one tendril off, or two, or whatever is attached at the moment. Naomi, shoot it. Okay, I have, I have an idea. <laughs> I think maybe Natasha, where she is, like kind of in the hold like sees through one of the windows like just the, the tentacles curling around and like blacking out you know the view of of the galaxy oh. um and so what she's gonna do is it's tricky because it's not like she doesn't have a good view but she's gonna focus her magic kind of outside of the ship to kind of draw the thing away uh, and she's going to try and create lightning. Ooh. Are you trying to hit the lightning onto the squid to let, make it let, let, let you go? or No, I want it to be close to us. Oh, no, wait, that doesn't work because it's got more than one tentacle, doesn't it? <laughs> I, was like, I was like thinking that maybe it would go for another position, you know, but I'm like, well, why wouldn't it just use another tentacle? Yeah. Like... <laughs> That was stupid of me. Um, so I think maybe, yeah, she is trying to zap, like zap the tentacle that she can see. Yep, yep, yep. And I think Vance and Naomi, given your positions in the owl, you can see what's actually going outside of you. And you see that Vance has been like 99% successful in navigating out of these cursed waters, the area where the skids are still writhing and searching around. You're, you're far past that. 
In fact, if it weren't for that one tentacle that's latched onto your ship, you would have been in free waters. You've basically moved out of their territory and you're dragging one this, this one squid behind you with you. Or is it pulling you back towards itself? It's a stalemate at the moment, I think, as the tentacle is taut and the engine is silently trying its best. And so, Natasha, do the honours and see how it goes. <laughs> I think, yeah, if there's like a calm thing, she might grab it off the wall and be like, hold on, I've got an idea. <laughs> okay. I'm adding my last die from my pool as well <laughs> oh. would anyone would it before you roll would anyone else like to do something to assist <laughs> um well i could really uh, be ready to fire at the same time as she strikes her lightning see so a fire yeah 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 would that count as an assist i think that's that's a fair assist cool so you can have a dice from me i think as soon as the lightning and the guns start firing um Vance is going to light everything up and go full steam ahead. I think that also counts as a good assist because you're basically like the moment something happens, you're going to just go for it. Yeah, we're going to get loud all at the same time. All right. Yeah, I, I crank I crank some. I'll give you a die as well and I'll crank some some valve <laughs> just like wide open. Yeah, like, like ah, steam. We're not doing the stealthy thing anymore. Time to go. <laughs> Yeah. Another shovel. Of yeah, right. of the I love yeah. it. So, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's ready. Natasha has the com and she just says, all right, light them up. Full throttle. Four successes. Okay. So close. I was like, you were at three and I was like, oh no. And then the fourth <laughs> came. No. You're successful. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Yeah. So what's this amazing maneuver that you basically accomplished that allows you to escape this dreaded creature? Yeah, so I think she's like, you know, trying to focus um, as much as she can to something that is outside the ship. And, and as she speaks the words, light them up, that activate her power, the lightning kind of almost starts within the tentacle and kind of bursts outwards as opposed to striking down. So you kind of see um, this like burst of brilliant white phosphorescent light and and squid parts. (laughs) And you hear the like... As then another shot goes into it and we are kind of being pulled out of its loosening grasp by the the speedy owl. For sure. As we survive this, that's the new name of the ship. (laughs) We're trailing a little bit of, um, a little leftover bit of tentacle uh, (laughs) is still, like, stuck on the side. Yeah, it's like... like, 100%, yeah. Sort of limply waving in the back. The windshield windshield wiper. (laughs) There's there's thunderous phosphorus followed by, like, um, turret fire and then, like, with Kale's, like, you know, Kale and Vance just just going for it, Just, just pushing the owl to its outer limits of possibility. Like, you just kind of, like, crash through space you burst through the tentacles you burst through the space the dangerous space that is around sorrow's peak and you find yourself in open space you have escaped <sighs> yeah <sighs> 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 so vance is going to flick on the autopilot jump out of the captain's chair walk back to the hold where he sees natasha and look at her square in the face and say what's your real name oh i'm a woman of consequence 
Vance? I'm, I'm going to jump down from the turret and, and quickly appear by Natasha's side. <laughs> what about you, Kale? Sort of sort of peeking around the corner, like still in the engine room. Like I've got a welding mask on now for some reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just welding on the fly as he goes. <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? What are you doing? What are you doing? Huh? Why do you need to know? I'd like to know, know the name of the woman that saved my life. <sighs> Ooh. You can call me. Lady Blackbird. My head will whiff around at that. So I believe that's a buy-off. <laughs> yes, it yes, is. Yes, it is. Fantastic. Yeah. I feel like we've all earned each other's trust one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> and I think she'll offer her hand as well. Uh, Vance will reach out, take her hand, and gently kiss the back of it, like a gentleman sky pirate. Careful, she might shoot lightning. <laughs> 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 I'm I'm all out, I'm afraid. <laughs> the chivalry is uh, a surprise, but um, appreciated nonetheless. Uh, you must um, forgive me for any deception. Obviously, being a noble is... Uh, it's a, it's a merry-go-round, and you're either stuck at the bottom or briefly on the top. I need to get to Uriah. I wasn't lying about that. Mm. You don't owe them an explanation, my lady. No, I don't. But I feel like I would like to give one. Very well. Well, Uriah Flint is a lucky man. <laughs> I, if he's still alive, hopefully. <laughs> mm. I haven't spoken to him for six years. I only just got the coordinates sent to me, so God knows how long ago he sent it, but I'm hoping that I can find him again. Mm. And if you'll do me the honour of getting me there, I promise I can reward you. A conflicted Captain Vance will shuffle his feet and look at the floor and then look back at the now-revealed Lady Blackbird and say, well, we should keep moving then. And he'll walk back to the captain's chair and um, take back over the piloting. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just want to make eye contact with Lady Blackbird and, like, check that everything's all good kind of deal. Yeah, I think Lady Lady Blackbird would, would kind of grasp Naomi's hand and just kind of give it a reassuring squeeze. Mm. Yeah, and I'll just, I'll just give a nod, like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Vance will hop on the radio to Kale and say, well, we should probably clean up. We've got nobility aboard now. <laughs> Kale has been like awkwardly lingering in the previous conversation uh, as the two as the two ladies have this like sort of tender moment and he's like, should I, should I leave? And then that announcement comes on and they, <laughs> his presence is once again noticed in the room. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, I should, uh, we'll get rid of the takeout boxes. <laughs> And I like bow. I like do a like awkward shuffle bow, which clangs down the the, <laughs> the welding. Tinfoil. No, the the welding the welding uh, mask the welding that I mask, yeah. that I'm Oh yeah. And it just like ow ow it flees the room. Can I also just yell after him? <laughs> yes, and for God's sake, clean up the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> It came like that. Cool. 
Okay, thank you again to Will, Joe, and Ellen. I had so much fun. For our next episode, we will be going into the world of hats, or will we? If you like what you hear, please connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at dfyt underscore podcast, on Facebook at Don't Forget Your Towel Podcast, and through email at dfytpodcast at gmail.com. If you have a few dollars to spare and you've been liking what you hear, please consider donating to us on Patreon. But if you don't have a few dollars to spare, that's all good too. Just keep listening and like or review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Every single rating goes a long way to helping us increase our reach and to share the RPG love. Till next time, keep your towels at the ready. Ready?